Hello, and welcome to Mind Your Own Quizness. I'm your host, Morgan Burns. I'm joined today by Allison, Ben, and Emily. Allison, tell us something. John Tyler is the earliest U.S. president to have a current living grandchild. He was our 10th president, and he was born in 1790. He had a son in 1853, who then had a son in 1928. Um, both he and his son remarried much younger wives after their first wife died. Um, and so that person, Harrison Ruffian Tyler, um, is still alive today. Wow. Well, how old is he? Uh, he was born in 1928, so... 90, 93. 92, 93. Yep. <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. Ben, and to uh, clarify for the listeners, in case you're keeping track of people who've been on the show, uh, this is not the Ben who was on episodes five and six. That was Somerville Ben. This is Cambridge Ben. They're completely different parts of Middlesex County. Ben, tell us something. Uh, yeah, so my fact is... Um, the head of the Anglican Church is chosen by the UK Prime Minister, which gets complicated when Tony Blair converted to Roman Catholicism and uh, potentially could have chosen the head of another church. Was there anything to stop him from making the Pope the head of the Church of England? I think at least the church puts forth candidates and the Prime Minister chooses which candidate, but I really I don't know enough about church law. And also, this is within the Queen's prerogative. So in other words, it's these kind of absolute powers that have been passed to the Prime Minister. So a lot of those, a lot of the Queen's power over the church is maybe more absolute. I don't know. I'll have to research that. Okay, cool. Emily, welcome back. Thank you for having me back. This summer, I am attempting to grow tomatoes. And I was doing some research on tomatoes and I found one fun fact about them. While tomatoes are of course a fruit, as most people know from a, a botanical perspective, they are legally a vegetable. In 1893, there was a Supreme Court case, Nix versus Hedden, where they officially said tomatoes are a vegetable. And it was for the purpose of importing vegetables versus fruits. There was a tariff levied against vegetables, but not fruits. So a fruit importer was like, well, tomato is technically a fruit and took it to the Supreme Court. And they were like, no, it's a vegetable because we said so. And it was used as a justification in 2005, a group of elementary school students voted for New Jersey's state vegetable to be a tomato. And at first they weren't allowed to do it. And they used this Supreme Court case, which still stands as evidence that a tomato is in fact a vegetable in the eyes of the law. Um, cool. Can I add, um, I, I don't know what yeah. year this was in, but at some point, I believe the agriculture department counted tomatoes as a fruit and the commerce department count, counted tomatoes as a vegetable. Oh, the plot thickens. Yeah, that might have been before the, the Supreme Court ruling. Well, that would have been 1893, so <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> I'm trying to guess when those departments were formed. Would they have both existed before 1893? I couldn't tell you. I'll, uh, I'll look that up later. That'll, that'll be my fun fact someday. <laughs> the <laughs> Commerce Department has been around since. <laughs> Super fun. People are going to love that. Yeah, they'll be really into it. All right. So let's get started. There are 20 questions today. 
if you get a question right, you get one point. If you get a question wrong, you get zero points. If you think that a question is too hard and stumped everybody, you can say the word stumper instead of an answer. And then if everybody gets it wrong, you get a point. But if anybody gets it right, you lose a point. So it's a risky move. Question one. In honor of episode eight, the theme for question one is the number eight. After betraying and murdering his friend Banquo, what title character sees an apparition of eight crowned kings representing Banquo's descendants? Question two. On this day, June 4th, 1615, the siege of Osaka ended with Osaka Castle being captured by Shogun Ieyasu. Ieyasu was the founder of what dynasty that ruled Japan until the Meiji Restoration? Question three. A Perfect Day for a Banana Fish is a 1948 short story about fictional character Seymour Glass. It was written by what reclusive author who went on to write several other stories about members of the Glass family? Could you repeat that one? A Perfect Day for a Banana Fish is a 1948 short story about a fictional character Seymour Glass. It was written by what reclusive author who went on to write several other stories about members of the Glass family? Question four. What ceremonial object that sounds like a buttery pastry was moved from Scotland to Westminster Abbey in 1296, back to Scotland in 1950, back to Westminster Abbey in 1951, and back to Scotland in 1996? Do you repeat that question, please? What ceremonial object that sounds like a buttery pastry was moved from Scotland to Westminster Abbey in 1296, back to Scotland in 1950, back to Westminster Abbey in 1951, and back to Scotland in 1996. Question five, what 1962 thriller is about a criminal played by Robert Mitchum, who is released from prison and seeks revenge on the family of the witness who helped convict him? The film was remade in 1991 with Robert De Niro and was parodied in a 1993 Simpsons episode in which the family moves to Terror Lake. Could you repeat that, please? What 1962 thriller is about a criminal played by Robert Mitchum, who is released from prison and seeks revenge on the family of the witness who helped convict him? The film was remade in 1991 with Robert De Niro and was parodied in a 1993 Simpsons episode in which the family moves to Terror Lake. Okay, let's go over the first five answers. Question one. After betraying and murdering his friend Banquo, what title character sees an apparition of eight crowned kings representing Banquo's descendants? Allison. I said the Count of Monte Cristo. Ben. Uh, I said Macbeth. <laughs> Emily. I said Hamlet. Correct answer is Macbeth. Oh, okay. Ben gets the point. Good job. That's what I had at first. Yeah, Morgan, you told me there was nothing about books in this trivia session. <laughs> Uh, question two. On June 4th, 1615, the siege of Osaka ended with Osaka Castle being captured by Shogun Ieyasu. Ieyasu was the founder of what dynasty that ruled Japan until the Meiji Restoration? Ben. Uh, I'm going to say Stumper. I have a guess that I don't think is correct. Emily. Stumper. Allison. I also said Stumper. All right, Stumper gets it. <laughs> Correct answer was the Tokugawa shogunate. Oh. They ruled Japan from 1615 until the, uh, the mid-19th century. Question three. 
A Perfect Day for a Banana Fish is a 1948 short story about fictional character Seymour Glass. It was written by what reclusive author who went on to write several other stories about members of the Glass family? Emily. Salinger. Allison. I also said Salinger. Ben. I said Vermont, which means I don't know. I just know that <laughs> Salinger was in Vermont, but I couldn't remember his name. Okay. J.D. Salinger is correct. Question four. What ceremonial object that sounds like a buttery pastry was moved from Scotland to Westminster Abbey in 1296, back to Scotland in 1950, back to Westminster Abbey in 1951, and back to Scotland in 1996? Allison. Is it the royal shortbread? <laughs> ben. I said shortbread. <laughs> Emily. I said baguette. <laughs> the correct answer is the stone of scone. Oh, okay. The stone that uh, British monarchs are coronated on top of. And I never thought about what the plan is for if Elizabeth ever dies, how they'll coronate uh, Charles or, um, you know, whichever heir is alive at that time. Elizabeth will never die. That's It's not going to yeah, come Yeah, I guess they... We're trending that way. Yeah, yeah I, I assume they're not going to go to Scotland for the coronation, and Scotland probably doesn't trust the English to borrow the stone. So I imagine they'll just have to do the coronation in Westminster Abbey without the stone of scone. Why do you think Scotland wouldn't trust them to give it back? <laughs> I feel like, too, Scotland's not going to have much of a choice. I mean, they still technically are. That's true. Yeah, they've got to they've got to pull another referendum fast, or uh, or England's going to pull a fast one. Right, or they're going to have to give up the stone. Yeah, so that's going to be a one way trip. <laughs> or they're going to enlist a prime minister to convert back to Catholicism, <laughs> and then they'll be good. Question five: What 1962 thriller is about a criminal played by Robert Mitchum who's released from prison and seeks revenge on the family of the witness who helped convict him? The film was remade in 1991 with Robert De Niro and was parodied in a 1993 Simpsons episode in which the family moves to Terror Lake. Ben. I said Stumper. Emily. I said Witness for the Prosecution. Allison. I said Cape Fear. Cape Fear is correct. So point for Allison, negative point for Ben. All right, so at the end of the first round, Allison has three points, Ben has one point, Emily has two points. The Twitter handle for this show is at myoquizness, and the email address is myoquizness at gmail.com. So if you have any questions, comments, or you'd like to be a contestant, reach out to us on Twitter at myoquizness or via email at myoquizness at gmail.com. Question six. Grant Gustin currently plays fictional character Barry Allen on The CW. Barry Allen uses what titular pseudonym that was also used by the characters Jay Garrick, Wally West, and Bart Allen? Could you read that again? Grant Gustin currently plays fictional character Barry Allen on The CW. Barry Allen uses what titular pseudonym that was also used by the characters Jay Garrick, Wally West, and Bart Allen? Question seven. During World War II, the French resistance hired what American dancer to attend parties with high-ranking enemy officials and gather information on troop movements? Question eight. Chickens and crocodiles swallow rocks to aid in digestion. The rocks are stored in what digestive organ that mammals do not have? Can you repeat that? 
Chickens and crocodiles swallow rocks to aid in digestion. The rocks are stored in what digestive organ that mammals do not have? Question nine. Elbridge was the first name of what vice president of James Madison? He pronounced his last name with a hard G, but his namesake verb, a type of manipulative political practice, is typically pronounced with a soft G. Can you repeat that? Sure. Elbridge was the first name of what vice president of James Madison? He pronounced his last name with a hard G, but his namesake verb, a type of manipulative political practice, is typically pronounced with a soft G. Question 10. Cluj-Napoca is the largest city in what European region? The region has been a part of Romania since World War I, but was part of Austria-Hungary in 1897 when it was featured in a famous novel. Could you say that again? Cluj-Napoca is the largest city in what European region? The region has been a part of Romania since World War I, but was part of Austria-Hungary in 1897 when it was featured in a famous novel. Let's go over the answers. Question six. Grant Gustin currently plays fictional character Barry Allen on The CW. Barry Allen uses what titular pseudonym that was also used by the characters Jay Garrick, Wally West, and Bart Allen? Emily. I said Stumper. I figured it probably wasn't Gossip Girl. <laughs> okay. Allison. I only know this because I work with elementary school students. Not that there's anything wrong with knowing this, um, but it's the flash. Ben. I said stumper. Okay, that is it is the flash. So point for Allison, negative points for Ben and Emily. Ooh. Question seven. During World War II, the French resistance hired what American dancer to attend parties with high ranking enemy officials and gather information on troop movements. Allison. I said this one was a stumper, but I feel like someone's gonna know it. Ben. I said stumper. I think I heard this story in like, like a month ago or something. So I'm kind of kicking myself, but stumper. Emily. Josephine Baker. Josephine Baker is correct. Nice job, Emily. Question eight. Chickens and crocodiles swallow rocks to aid in digestion. The rocks are stored in what digestive organ that mammals do not have? Ben. Gizzard? Emily. Oh, I said dinosaur stomach. Allison. Gullet. Gizzard is correct. Ben gets the point. Question nine. Elbridge was the first name of what vice president of James Madison? He pronounced his last name with a hard G but his namesake verb, a type of manipulative political practice, is typically pronounced with a soft G. Emily. Gerrymander. Allison. I said gerrymander slash gerrymander. Ben. Um, yeah, I said gerrymander, so therefore Gary. Yeah, his last name was Gary or Jerry, but I, I will give you the points for gerrymander. So the, uh, the word gerrymander comes from the fact that the original district he drew looked like a salamander but uh yeah points all around for that one question 10 cluj-napoca is the largest city in what european region the region has been part of romania since world war one but was part of austria-hungary in 1897 when it was featured in a famous novel allison 
Baltic. Ben. I said Stumper. Emily. Elsa said Stumper. Stumper gets it. The answer was Transylvania. Oh. Does that mean I lose a point because I guessed? Uh, no, or... you just you get zero points. Uh, ben and okay. Emily each get okay. a point. The 1897 novel was, of course, Dracula. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote uh, Transylvania as a backup and did not make that connection. So at the end of the half, Allison has four points. Ben has two points. Emily has four points. So it is anyone's game. Question 11. The following are lyrics from what 1981 song that peaked at number 29 on the Billboard Hot 100? Turned away from it all like a blind man. Sat on a fence, but it didn't work. Keep coming up with love, but it's so slashed and torn. Why? Could you say that again? So the song is from 1981 and it peaked at number 29. Turned away from it all like a blind man. Sat on a fence, but it didn't work. Keep coming up with love, but it's so slashed and torn. Why? Question 12. In 1933, the U.S. government created a corporation called the Blank Valley Authority. It provides resources to what valley that is predominantly located in its namesake state that was hit hard by the Great Depression? Omerton? In 1933, the U.S. government created a corporation called the Blank Valley Authority. It provides resources to what valley that is predominantly located in its namesake state that was hit hard by the Great Depression? Question 13. Frank Gehry and Frank Lloyd Wright have both designed buildings named after what American philanthropist? One of the buildings is in New York and the other is in Bilbao, Spain. Can you repeat that one? Frank Gehry and Frank Lloyd Wright have both designed buildings named after what American philanthropist? One of the buildings is in New York and the other one is in Bilbao, Spain. All right, question 14. Diogenes the Cynic was a philosopher in the fourth century BC he refused to claim allegiance to one place and instead called himself what five-syllable word? This word is also used as the title of a periodical that was first published in 1886, as well as the name of a product that Carrie Bradshaw sometimes buys. And note that the answer is five syllables in English. It was pronounced slightly differently in ancient Greek, but I'm just looking for an English five-syllable word of Greek origin. Can you repeat that? Diogenes the Cynic was a philosopher in the fourth century BC. He refused to claim allegiance to one place and instead called himself what five-syllable word? This word is also used as the title of a periodical that was first published in 1886, as well as the name of a product that Carrie Bradshaw sometimes buys. Question 15. Satoshi Nakamoto is presumed to be a pseudonym he was listed as the author of a 2008 white paper about what topic related to open source software. Can you say that question again? Satoshi Nakamoto is presumed to be a pseudonym. He was listed as the author of a 2008 white paper about what topic related to open source software. Let's go over the answers. Question 11. The following are lyrics from what 1981 song that peaked at number 29 on the Billboard Hot 100. Turned away from it all like a blind man. Sat on a fence, but it didn't work. Keep coming up with love, but it's so slashed and torn. Why? Ben. I guess Total Eclipse of the Heart. Emily. I said Stumper. Allison. Under Pressure. Under Pressure is correct. Point for Allison, negative point for Emily. 
Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie. This question was brought to you by today's sponsor, Pressure Gauges. Do you know how much air is in your tires? Try using a pressure gauge. Question 12. In 1933, the U.S. government created a corporation called the Blank Valley Authority. It provides resources to what valley that is predominantly located in its namesake state that was hit hard by the Great Depression? Emily. Missouri. Allison. Mississippi. Ben. Tennessee. Tennessee is correct. The Tennessee Valley Authority. Question 13. Frank Gehry and Frank Lloyd Wright have both designed buildings named after what American philanthropist? One of the buildings is in New York, and the other one is in Bilbao, Spain. Allison. Don't think he's a philanthropist, but it's the only thing I could think of. I said Rockefeller. I think he counts as a philanthropist. Ben. Uh, I said Andrew Carnegie. Emily. I said Guggenheim. Guggenheim is correct. Those are the two Solomon Guggenheim museums, one in New York City, one in Bilbao, Spain. Question 14. Diogenes the Cynic was a philosopher in the 4th century BC. He refused to claim allegiance to one place and instead called himself what five-syllable word? This word is also used as the title of a periodical that was first published in 1886, as well as the name of a product that Carrie Bradshaw sometimes buys. Ben. I tried to come up with like Xenophistes or something, but I'm just going to say Stumper. Emily. I said Manolo Blahnik. <laughs> okay. Allison. I said Stumper. I, I couldn't get there. All right. Stumper gets it. The answer was Cosmopolitan. <sighs> doesn't, doesn't sound very... Oh, no. He, gets to okay. yeah, he called himself a, a citizen of the world. And of course... Uh, Carrie Bradshaw's favorite drink was the Cosmopolitan. Question 15. Satoshi Nakamoto is presumed to be a pseudonym. He was listed as the author of a 2008 white paper about what topic related to open source software? Emily. Cryptocurrency. Allison. I don't know what open source software is, so I said USA phone tapping. <laughs> okay. Ben. Uh, I said stumper, but... Uh, crypto sounds more right. Crypto sounds right. <laughs> Cryptocurrency or Bitcoin or blockchain is the correct answer. I thought you were, in my mind, I was thinking you were looking for the name of some software researcher. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, I don't oh. think anyone's going to get it. Oh. Yeah, well, we, Who's yeah, the we... person that they think it's a pen name of? Uh, or like that's a mystery? Yeah, there, I think there are a few popular theories, but I, I don't know. And I don't think anyone's very confident about it. All right. So at the end of the third quarter, Allison has six points. Ben has three points. Emily has five points. Question 16. After acting on SCTV in Canada and Saturday Night Live in the U.S., what actor starred as talk show host Jiminy Glick from 2001 to 2003 on Comedy Central? Question 17. In the song Check the Rhyme by A Tribe Called Quest, industry rule number 4080 describes record company people with what adjective? Question 18. Every year, the National Cartoonists Society gives the Rubin Award to the Outstanding Cartoonist of the Year. The award was named after what man whose name is often associated with real-life works inspired by his cartoons? Uh, could you read that again? Every year, the National Cartoonists Society 
gives the Rubin Award to the Outstanding Cartoonist of the Year. The award was named after what man whose name is often associated with real life works inspired by his cartoons? Question 19. In May of 2021, what 50-year-old became the oldest golfer ever to win a major championship? He is right-handed, but has the nickname Lefty. Can you repeat that, please? In May of 2021, what 50-year-old became the oldest golfer ever to win a major championship? He is right-handed, but has the nickname Lefty. And the final question. Henry Selleck, who directed James and the Giant Peach and Coraline, also directed what animated film starring Chris Sarandon and Catherine O'Hara? It was released on October 29th, 1993. Could you repeat that, please? Henry Selleck, who directed James and the Giant Peach and Coraline, also directed what animated film starring Chris Sarandon and Catherine O'Hara? It was released on October 29th, 1993. Okay, let's go over the answers. Question 16. After acting on SCTV in Canada and Saturday Night Live in the U.S., what actor starred as talk show host Jiminy Glick from 2001 to 2003 on Comedy Central? Allison. Jimmy Fallon. Ben. I said Dana Carver. Emily. Martin Short. Martin Short is correct. Question 17. In the song Check the Rhyme by A Tribe Called Quest, industry rule number 4080 describes record company people with what adjective? Ben. Said Stumper. Emily. Shady. Allison. Said Stumper, but Shady seems right. Shady is correct. Point for Emily. Negative points for Allison and Ben. (laughs) (laughs) I should have thought of rhyming. I was just like, I can't think of a random adjective. (laughs) It's a good strategy. Question 18. Every year, the National Cartoonist Society gives the Rubin Award to the Outstanding Cartoonist of the Year. The award was named after what man whose name is often associated with real-life works inspired by his cartoons? Emily. Is it Stumper? Allison. Is that like Pee-wee Rubens? Paul Rubens? Is that a person? It's a person. (laughs) That's what I said. (laughs) Ben. I said Tintin because Tintin has had a crazy life of like going to the moon and getting... Uh, Clark. <laughs> hey, Stumper gets it. The correct answer was Rube Goldberg. Oh, that's so cool. So the that's so interesting. The original Rube Goldberg devices were in cartoons. Huh. Question nineteen. In May of twenty twenty one, what fifty year old became the oldest golfer ever to win a major championship? He is right handed, but has the nickname Lefty. Allison. Tiger Woods. Ben. I said Tiger Woods. Emily. I too said Tiger Woods. <laughs> okay. <laughs> The correct answer was Phil Mickelson. Oh, of course, Phil Mickelson. Go, <laughs> <laughs> Phil. He uh, he was born right-handed, but learned how to golf by mirroring his father's swing. So he has a left-handed golf swing. Oh, that's cute. Oh, yeah. Is there also golfer Nicholson? There's a Jack Nicklaus. And the final question, question twenty: Henry Selick, who directed James and the Giant Peach and Coraline also directed what animated film starring Chris Sarandon and Catherine O'Hara? It was released on October 29th, 1993. Ben. Uh, I'm going to confidently say Ariel the Mermaid. (laughs) (laughs) Might be the wrong decade, but... (laughs) Emily. Nightmare Before Christmas? Allison. I also wrote A Nightmare Before Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas is correct. 
So that wasn't directed by Tim Burton. It was not. I could have sworn. Huh. It was shockingly Chris Sarandon is what got me there. I was like, what the heck has Chris Sarandon been in besides Princess Bride and Dog Day Afternoon? And I was like, Nightmare Before Christmas. So the reason you thought that Tim Burton directed that is that's what they wanted you to think. Oh. He produced it. And so the poster says Tim Burton's The Nightmare Before yeah. Christmas. Um, I see. But he did not direct it. Wow. He also didn't oh. direct Coraline. And that had a poster that said from the director of The Nightmare Before Christmas. Nice. Smart. Horrible. Yeah. Is that- I wonder how, what's his name? Henry Selleck? I'm sure he's crying all the way to the bank. Okay. Um, <laughs> Is he related to Tom Selleck? Uh, I don't know. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm just going to find a picture of him to see if he has the, uh, the telltale Selleck look. I have to use the adjective shady. In relation to Henry Selleck? No, producing Nightmare Before Christmas. That is shady. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how much creative control Tim Burton had over that movie, but he was not the director. So the final score, Allison has six points, Ben has two points, Emily has nine points. <laughs> yeah, Emily. For, for some reason, the character of Jiminy Glick is just so deeply embedded into my psyche. Like I was, I have so many memories of being disturbed by that character and for people being like, that's Martin Short. And I was like, who, what? <laughs> what does that mean? And then <laughs> it paid off. Mind Your Own Quizness is produced by me, Morgan Burns. Our theme music is Nothing Changes by Ian Clark, distributed by clipdad.com.